1: Well, hello. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Happy Super Bowl week to all. Had a lot of fun doing Senior Bowl stuff last week, but we're going to move on from that. Interesting little project I'm going to do here. Um, Sort of Steeler related, but for my Peacock and Williamson podcast, we just recorded it. And my co-host and I, we did an exercise where we are guessing, projecting, whatever you want to say, who every team's starting quarterback is going to be next year. So it's an interesting situation, and it also applies to the Steelers as well, because we know it's going to be picket with Pittsburgh, but the Steelers can free up $8 million by cutting Trubisky. We've had this conversation. I don't think that's a smart move. But as you see when we do this exercise, there are going to be teams in the musical chair situation that sit in a chair that is not very comfortable. I mean, I do not think there are 32 starting quarterbacks on the planet right now And another note, and so what I'm saying is, maybe somebody says, "Oh, we're stuck with Sam Darnold, but we'll trade for Trubisky too," you know, and have two bites at the apple and hope anyone, Paul, you know, happens to work out. I also think, and well, I also know this too, that across the league, backup quarterbacks are going to be valued and coveted and paid for at a higher rate than they have been in previous years. Why? Well. 60 or seven, I forget the number off the top of my head, but it was like 70 quarterbacks started games this year. I mean, the Niners, the Jets, the Rams had their fourth quarterback in the games at times. I mean, it derailed seasons. So it's a good year to be a backup, a quality backup. It's good, good luck for, you know, good for Mason Rudolph. I mean, he'll probably get a couple million more than he would have because of the year he's coming out, not with the Steelers. Maybe somebody gives you a little more than you would have expected for Trubisky, you know, in, along those lines. So those are the Steeler notes here. And it applies to, I mean, there's a lot of teams. I'm just going division by division. Buffalo, of course, I have Allen. Um, Miami, I have Tua, but they better greatly address the number two position. Like... I mean, he was phenomenal when he was in there, but he has major injury history going back to Bama. And he just got cleared off a concussion protocol like this week. I didn't know that those things went past the season. So counting on him is nuts. I mean, at a minimum, they have to invest in a Bridgewater or a Dalton or somebody like that. But I think Tua will be their starter. And I should note, too, that Brady's retirement also opens up one of the musical chairs I thought there was a greater than 0% chance that Brady was going to do one year with the Dolphins and Tua would be sold on the trade market or something along those lines or sat for a year. But he's too good when he's in there not to play. The Dolphins are in a bit of a predicament. I think Mac Jones will get another shot with the the Patriots. And O'Brien comes from Alabama. They will run the Alabama offense and O'Brien has Patriot ties. I think that's Mac Jones. The Jets, I I regret this a little, but I projected Aaron Rodgers there. I really don't think Rodgers is going to be a Packer. And I think he's either going to be a Raider or a Jet. And I guess you can bet on this in Vegas. And right now, the best odds are Rodgers to the Raiders. I think that would be foolish if, I, if they were Vegas. I think the Jets' supporting staff – is much better off than the Raiders. The Raiders, to me, should be a rebuild team. The Jets should be a push-our-chips-in-the-middle-and-take-a-shot-at-this-thing theme. So I have Rodgers going to the Jets and Wilson staying put and learning as well. So now we come to the division. So Baltimore was my hardest team because I don't think Lamar is going to be there. So if you trade Lamar, then you have nice wealth of picks – could you make a huge package deal and go get a rookie? I guess you could. I don't think that's what that what's a, that's what they would do. And I'm not screwing over the Ravens to make you guys happy, but I have Andy Dalton landing there. And again, there's three or four teams that when they sit in their musical chair, I mean, it has thorns on it. It's not nice. And this is one of them. But I also think, and by the way, the Ravens are interviewing a bunch of different offensive coordinators. I think they're going to play a much more traditional style of offense. I don't think it's just give me the best athlete. And I know Huntley was in the quote pro bowl. He was really bad last year. Counting on him is crazy. So I do think if you turn Lamar into picks, maybe this is a Derek Carr landing spot. I have him landing somewhere else. And then Harbaugh says, we're going to play great special teams, great defense, draft a receiver, maybe even trade for a new Hopkins and run the ball a lot and make a Dalton or Carr guy work. But I kind of gave him the short end of the stick, gave him Andy Dalton. The Bengals are going to have Burrow. The Browns are going to have Watson. Steelers are going to have Pickett. However, if I'm Cincy in particular, but also the Browns, I don't think I can ignore my number two spot. I mean, I'm in it to win it with Cincy this year. I'm going to extend Burrow. He's going to be expensive, but they still have a lot of cap space this year. I might call Dalton and say, hey, we'll give you $10 million for one year because – Burrow's taken a beating over his career, and if he were to have an extended injury or go down in a playoff game, I can't let my season with this short window get derailed. So that gets us out of the division. Um, The AFC South is interesting to me in that Lawrence is the only returning starter, in my opinion, in in my my projections. Some of these teams, there's three teams I just said, first-round quarterback. And that doesn't mean some of these teams, and that includes the Colts and the Texans. I think Young will end up in Houston. I think Stroud will end up in Indy. I mean, I'm not betting every dollar I own on that, but I think that's very feasible. D'Amico Ryan's is a Bama guy. You know, they need the the headline potential of Young. They could move from two to one and get them without that much of a cost, and then the Bears could trade down again or whatever. Um, but I think there'll be two starters there that are rookie first round early picks. Now they that doesn't mean that they can't do the Trubisky picket move where. You sign Darnold and he's the opening day starter until Stroud is ready. I mean, so that might be, you know, uh, the way that works out. But uh, I think when you project, who are we projecting as the starter, as our guy? Houston and Indy will have a young rookie. Jacksonville will have Lawrence. Here's a kind of off the wall one that I think is very possible is if the Niners believe, which I think they believe, that Purdy is a Their starter. I know he's hurt and that puts a wrench in things, but the Niners don't have a pick in the top 99. Their first pick is 100. And the the Titans just hired their GM from the Niner organization. Presumably, Carthon, the GM, probably like Trey Lance. And I could see Lance and Willis being your running, mobile, physical, tough guy, quarterback, running back, runner, running quarterbacks, young, with Derrick Henry there at the end of his career. So I project them to trade for Lance, and we'll get the Niners here in a minute. Denver's going to have Wilson. They're married to him. But they'd be crazy not to draft Hooker in the second round or something like that. I mean, something, some kind of backup plan. Mahomes and Herbert are locked in. Great. You're happy about it. Vegas, again, could end up with Rodgers, but I think the smarter move is Brissette, who – Prove to me that he's one of the best 30 or so quarterbacks on the planet. Should be one of these starters. Maybe even give Stidham a little bit of a crack there. Maybe even draft someone with their pick, you know, Richardson or somebody like that. But I'm projecting that to be Brissett with his McDaniels slash Patriot ties. Um, So that's the AFC. We'll take a quick break, buzz through the NFC. And then there's some observations here that I think are Steeler related. FC East. It's kind of easy. I mean, some of these teams you don't have to go too far into. I know Dak is, oh, he can't win the big one. Dak's going to be, Dak's a very good quarterback. He's the Cowboys starter. I think Jones returns to the Giants. I don't know what that deal is going to look like. I bet it'll flabbergast you when you see it, but where they're picking, they don't have a whole lot of other options. I think you bring back Jones and you bring them some actual wide receivers. Uh, the Eagles will probably lose Minshew, their backup, but Hertz is clearly the starter. They're to prepare to pay him long term. Maybe they draft or sign a more similar style quarterback to Hertz than Minshew, a big physical running type. You know, but again, that's small potatoes. Washington has talked a lot about we love Sam Howe, and I think they want to I think there's some legitimacy to that. But I think they end up with like a Tannehill, you know, that he starts opening day. If Hal keeps impressing, great. We'll see, you know, play some defense. It's not a great landing spot. I don't know that, you know, uh, free agent quarterbacks are going to be beating down the commander's door to join that team. But I, I have Tannehill there, which would be better than what it was last year. And they would probably compete for a playoff spot. Bears are going to have fields. I think that's pretty safe. Um, they're not going to entertain taking one at one. I think the Lions will absolutely start the season with Goff, but they have two first-round picks in an early second. Could they draft someone or Hooker or Richardson or somebody like that just to kind of sit in the wings to learn? Maybe, but I think Goff is the starter there. I think Rodgers leaves the Packers, which means love is the guy. I think that's absolutely the way it's going to go. Who knows what that looks like? But you're going to get a bunch of picks for Rodgers, surround Love with some stuff, and see how that, see how you roll that back. Cousins, to me, will remain the Vikings starter. It's kind of an easy one. But it might be smart to start thinking about the future there and draft somebody. But this, this draft is not good at all for day two quarterbacks. And the Vikings are not going to be in the market for a day one quarterback, I don't think. So that, that's easier said than done. Mention Lamar is not going to be a Raven, in my opinion. I have him going to Atlanta. I, I could come up with five teams that should at least be interested, but I think the Falcons need a splash like this. They already have a running game in place. They have some receivers in place. I have Lamar going to Atlanta, which would make them a much more legitimate team. Carolina, to me, is going to do the picket Trubisky thing, where I think they want to draft someone. I have Levis going there. They may also bring back Darnold or sign Minshew or something like that or Wentz or Dalton or somebody along those lines. I think they'll do the Pickett Trubisky move. Um, The Saints are a tough one because everybody's up. Um, I just think that they're such an aggressive organization. And now they've also landed that first round pick for Sean Payton that I think they go all in to some degree. I'm not, I don't even know Lamar could not end up there, but anyway, I think they get car, you know, that they outbid some other teams for car, try to compete yet again. It's just the aggressive nature of that organization. So again, there's some, there's some seats into the table that aren't real comfortable. And, a lot of these guys are going to be coveted more than they you think. And I think Jimmy G is the perfect example where someone's going to overpay for Jimmy G. And I have him going to Tampa. I don't feel great about that situation. There's some other spots that would make sense. Maybe Tennessee, maybe Washington, you know, uh, uh, New Orleans. But he's going to be one of the most coveted guys because you don't have to give up picks or anything to get him. I think he lands in Tampa, but that's one I don't feel great about. Arizona's going to have Kyler for better or worse. The Rams, I think, will run it back with Stafford, McVay, Donald one more year. I think they're going to give it one more shot. It looks like he's going to return. I think Seattle will run it back with Geno. And maybe they draft someone like Hooker or they also have two first-round picks. Could they grab Levis or Richardson or somebody like that? Maybe, but I think Geno's their guy. Mentioned the Niners with Lance. I think there's a very good chance that it's Purdy and Lance battling it out. But Purdy's injured right now. Um, That puts a wrench in things. But I believe, not that I agree with them, I believe that the Niners think Purdy is a long-term answer. And if you believe that and you don't have a pick in the top 99, I think this is your last chance to turn Lance into picks. So I think you open camp with Minshew or Mayfield or Darnold. Until Purdy's ready, and then you hand it to him. So I mentioned a couple of these names. Here's a handful of others that I didn't have a starting spot for. Dalton, Minshew, Jameis, Ritter, if Lamar were to happen to land there. Could he be go back to Baltimore and trade like that? Maybe. Mayfield, Darnold, Wentz, who's sure to get cut. They save like $28 million if Wentz gets cut. So here's the last nugget is, so again, I'm not going to, bet everything I own that Carr's going to end up a Saint or Lamar's going to end up a Falcon. But I am certain that those are going to be two of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the league this year. So I went back through the 32 and I came up with 11 quarterbacks that I would say are real starters. I almost kept it to 10 because Stafford was my 11th. I'm not sure if he belongs there or not, but I think so. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, one Super Bowl two years ago, and he's not that old. So I have eleven teams that are, what I think would say, quite happy, and that includes Dak. I mean, mean, Stafford, obviously, Allen, Mahomes, Hertz, those guys. So there's eleven of those, and then there's eight, including the Steelers, that I call projects slash youngsters. Pick it, the three rookies I projected. I put Mac Jones on that list too. I I included Purdy on that list. You know, guys that are young, developing team fields, you know, teams that are happy with them, but that doesn't mean they're going to work out. I mean, of those eight projects youngsters, I'm guessing five of them hit and two or three of them might turn into Zach Wilson have disastrous seasons. Then I have 10 guys that are fine slash okay, you know, cousins, car, Jimmy, Tannehill, but you're not psyched about them. And I put, I haven't put Russell Wilson on that list. I mean, that might even be generous for him. And I put Kyler Murray on that list because he's not going to be healthy to start the season either. So 10, including Kyler and Wilson were fine slash okay. And then the last hole, last one was really a non-starter holes slash non-starters. And I have two teams there. So that's kind of being kind. Like, when it's said and done, my hunch is five to ten teams, give or take, are not going to be happy slash excited with what they're looking at at the quarterback position. So, I thought that was kind of fun. Um, If you guys have ideas for podcasts, drop me a line at WilliamsonNFL. I am out for today. Over and out.
0: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty.